0: Hello and welcome to Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo. I'm Jane Schroeder. I'm going to share some more angelic stories from my up and coming book, The Secret Diary of a Seer. It's been real fun doing some editing. It's way more fun when you do it with a friend who's much more enthusiastic than you are. One of um, my favourite authors with the angelic, a book I read many many years ago that really helped me learn a lot more about the angelic, particularly the archangels, and point me to scripture, was a book by Roland Book called Angels on Assignment. And in the book, he talks about being called to something special. The angels that were first assigned to Roland Book were Gabriel and Crony. They visited him when he had a concern in his heart about his schedule. Was he wasting his time over the church that he oversaw? The angels came to tell him, that he had been selected by God himself, called to something special. They came to tell him that he was selected by God himself. We are called to something special. We have been selected by God himself. And that book really inspired me to desire to position myself to encounter the angelic, to have much more engagements with them, to learn about them, to to receive revelation. Messenger angels, remember the messenger that was delivered, says, my God has sent his angels to shut the lions' mouths in Daniel 6.22. Daniel 6.27. He is a saviour and deliverer, and he works signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions, he sent an angel. And I could share lots and lots of stories. And it's interesting that most of them are to do with my daughter and my family. That's interesting. Mm, Because he loves family. And one amazing recent thing that happened to us when we found out that I was going to become a nana, a grandma. I began to engage straight from the beginning, meaning I began to ask Yahweh and honour the angelic. And by faith say to them, I honour you. I want to see you, I want to know you and I quote scripture. Like it says in Hebrews 1.14, as you become aware, wow, of the angelic, are not all the angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? I began to realise that there was a blue angel because this like blue, fizzy like, light would be around my daughter and it would just go like a firework, electric blue. So I began to sing a bit of fun, blue, blue, we love you, blue-eyed baby boy. And this became a bit of a poem in the end. And even now when he FaceTimes, my daughter FaceTimes and he sat on on her knee, he smiles straight away when he sees my face because he knows my voice, he knows who I am. But I always sing this little rhyme, blue, blue, blue blue-eyed baby boy, Arthur, blue-eyed baby boy. And I've written a poem: Blue, blue wheel of you, tall and true, true blue honor is the name of the game. Celtic crown of England, brave honor is your name. Arthur, blue-eyed baby boy, blue, blue wheel of you, fairest in the land, iridescent, reflective crown, glinting diamond, sovereign prince, pearl drop streamers flare. Like waterfalls of turquoise blue, green cascading. Sunflowers blooming in salty seas. Destiny dreams future trees of life. Giving sun-kissed shores of grace in your face. Arthur, oh, blue, blue, blue-eyed baby boy. Born to be a king. To sing declarations over land and sea. Sight, height, light burning bright for all to see. Christ formation, transformation. In blue, blue, you are true blue, Blue blue-eyed baby boy. And he has blue eyes, bright blue eyes. This is a blue angel. And as I began to pray, I could see this angel was blue and it was all around Arthur. And I believe by faith. (laughs) And the same thing happened when we were living in Wales. Everyone was talking about their guardian angel around their house and their home. And I said, oh, what's mine, Lord? And while I was away on a long trip, six weeks away, I was a bit concerned about my daughter being in our little cottage in the winter on her own, on the hills, on the outskirts of Cardiff. As I was holding her in my heart, and I began to see an owl, a tawny owl. They're brown and white and beautiful owls. And they literally can see a hundred degrees, their heads turn a hundred degrees. And I began to realize that this this owl, this angel, huge great big wingspan, it sat on the roof even over next door and it, it looked out across our street. And we were up elevated on a hill on a mountain. We could look down below and look around. That as I honoured the angelic, I began to see the angel on the roof and see different dimensions in the spirit of the seen and the unseen realms. We've had angels save us in car accidents. I once was in a, a car accident where um, some policemen were expecting a stolen vehicle that was driving at ridiculous amounts of speed around a country lane and as we drove round the corner they call it um, a zigzag it's a black and white zigzag metal thing that they throw out in the road and it's got spikes in it to to pierce the tires of the vehicle as it drives over it so it will slow down. And I noticed in the corner of my right eye this zigzag being thrown in the road, but they'd obviously realized in our little red KA, our little car, that it was the wrong vehicle they were looking for and they pulled it back. But we skidded a little bit down the road and it was quite scary because my daughter had only just passed a driving test, but she was fantastically confident. I was more worried about it than she was. But in that fleeting moment, I noticed on the side of the right hand side of the car a huge, great big, look like an Aborigine at first, man with bronze looking face, very orangey, tanned skin, shining, shimmering, arms folded with like a, 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 an apron on, like um, a loincloth with Superman tights on oh yeah. I sort of rubbed my eyes and we carried on. We drove through the next village and there he was again, a lot clearer, stood on the right-hand side of the car looking at us as if to say in a grumpy face, you're okay now, I can go. Fast forward many years, I was talking to one of my good friends in Hong Kong I don't know why he began to tell me a story about a friend of his in Bethel one of the leaders there that he'd gone through three or four nights of terrible night terrors and in the night terrors I think it was on the third night he'd seen something very similar to me this tall, bronze looking, grumpy looking arms folded with superman tights on angelic being He'd sort of ignored it at first but then one of his friends had phoned him up and said laughing on the phone um I, i've been out the lord showed me that you've been having night terrors and you just need to engage with the angel that's been in your dreams and it was michael michael the Archangel, <laughs> the commander of the angel armies had come to deliver and help my friend from these night terrors and from the demonic attack he was getting. So the moral of this story is don't ignore some things that you see that are unusual, unusual beings, people dressed in Superman tights, because we are entertaining angels unawares. In 2013, in Scotland, with Ian Clayton sharing on a conference about the seraphim. During the worship time, I was amazed to go into an encounter into the throne room. I believe it was a visionary state. I don't believe I was actually in the throne room at that time. And it was a bit like, how can I describe it? The dream Alice in Wonderland where She falls down a rabbit hole. Some may call it a portal or a tunnel. And she goes very, very, very small in a room. And then as she goes through the door into the room and stands up, she grows really, really tall. And that was a bit like me. I grew really small. I slipped down this, it's like a white light. But as I, I slipped into the white light, into the place, the throne room, I began to grow big and tall in there. It was bright white light. I have never seen anything like it before that time. Yes, it was very overwhelming. And yes, I did feel the terror of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. Wow. I sensed an unusual presence straight away and something brushed past my leg on my left side. I turned to look and there was this slender, muscular, furry, warm, brown lion. Part of it felt fierce, but the other part felt friendly. And as I rubbed my face into the face of the furry, face of the father of the lion of the tribe of Judah, those whirlpooled helka skelter dark brown eyes swirled around me and I slipped through the eye. I was in a place now that I know that I partly was seeing what Isaiah saw in Isaiah 6. way yes. The eyes, 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 two huge wings covered this door that I now know is Acacia Wood blue bright blue eyes and as I looked they followed me from one right to left and then left to right and I noticed one of the eyes was blood red and as I looked at the eye I slipped through the eye and I was in another dimension this went on for a long time as I slipped through this eye I saw the seraphim with the coals and one touched my lips and I was surely ruined. The revelation came to me about the burning heart that not only had it washed my iniquities away and it had burnt my, my um, sin away, but it was also about iniquity being cast away and never, never to engage it again. But also it was about the burning coal of the burning heart of God the seraphim, the cherubim, the holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And as Isaiah saw in the vision, the six wings of fiery angels surrounding, ministering to the Lord, the servants, the agents of purification and holiness. I love it, the Hebrew word for seraph means to burn. The implications in Isaiah 6, 1-2 about the seraphim, the angelic that are in tendance around the throne of God himself, burning with the love and the passion of God, proclaiming God's supremacy, his supreme glory is holiness. Being set apart, and sanctified unto God, unto Yahweh, unto the Lord Himself. Well be blessed on this day with the holiness and the purity and the love of Yahweh.